0: You are listening to the Next Wave Radio Network.
1: Like I've got that's an old like, and your your daughter is welcome to any of these. It's the Mickey game.
2: Ooh, whoa!
1: And then
0: did she just get a Game Boy Advance or something?
2: Jim? I gave her I gave her my Game
0: Boy because of the the old school. Oh. No, oh my gosh! Look at that. Got I got it.
2: one of those. I got. I got that at home. I got here. It's uh, like right in the other room. Yeah. But what then the crazy thing is, I was. I guess I was a. I
1: had good. I was a good selection. You know, whenever I had this, but I, I have both literally golden eye and perfect dark. Dude, Ooh, that look looks pristine you, too. Yeah, yeah, those man, are, looks great. Yeah. they're good condition, so I may, <laughs> those I those will right. probably sell, but yeah. yeah I don't even it. know where the basketball, <laughs> what? Sports, the sports memory card. <laughs> what is It's a memory a, card in the shape of a basketball. The N64 controller. Of course.
2: Did you play a lot of basketball on N64? <laughs> I guess
1: I did. I mean, I do have the NBA Jam. Oh, from... yeah. How's that game on Game Boy? Probably not great. And no. then this was literally the one I talked about like last time with the bird versus uh, oh, the, the Jordan versus bird. Oh, yes. Jordan, do, 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 do. yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, I got to tell you, uh, not only do I have that in my life now, thank you very much, but the <laughs> song to Fall Guys is like a, a regular in my Spotify playlist nowadays. Oh, my fucking oh man, it is that it's song. earworm. It is a banger. It absolutely is. So thank you for uh, sharing that. Listener, if you want to hear that, uh, you can hear that on our um, Video Game Music Volume 2 episode that we recorded uh, a couple months ago uh, Yeah,
1: with an assorted cadre. There's your original N64.
0: that's Did you just beautiful. open up a box out of your closet? Is that what's there was
1: literally a box under under my bed that had an old N sixty four and a bunch <laughs> this of old N sixty four. It
2: looked like he spit on it to sexually discipline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get some dirt <laughs> off it. Look at that! Whatever that is.
2: Back when the Green Bay Packers were good,
1: yeah. and then oh, this, this, this is yes. this. Is showpiece, Shadows of the Empire. Um, I recognize um, that.
2: One of my favorites. I love yeah. that game. That was that
1: was a classic. And it's weirdly, it's a heavier cartridge. Like it's, yeah. as you can tell there's like there's more to it. <laughs> more memory in there.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it's probably like the it. battery. The the to save the backup battery. That one uh, yeah.
0: battery. Yep, you're probably right. Ooh, Man, look, tiny oh, that's and cool. tiny dudes.
2: Dude, she's been having such a blast with Yoshi, like trying to match those things up. Oh nice. Uh, oh yeah. She plays a uh, she plays a game called. Pa, uh, Pac Mania, I think it's called Pac Mania. Mm-hmm. I always get the name of it wrong, but it's like Tetris, but with Pac Man and ghosts and stuff. Ah. And so she is all into oh, like yeah. Tetris style puzzle games. She's, she loved it.
1: Well, if she likes puzzle games. Maybe Boxel. <laughs> Boxel, Lily. It's just a land game where a guy moves boxes. Moves boxes. That does
2: not look like what he's doing on the cover. <laughs> yeah. well, it does not. Doing
1: something to that box. I'm not moving it. Well, it's moving, but. Uh... It's like I'm gonna show this box who's boss. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it is called box. So, but yeah, I'm probably gonna I'm gonna try and plug in the N64 to see if I can get these games to work. Because oh yeah, dude, having, having the shadows of the Empire plus Perfect Dark yeah. plus plus James Bond, you know, dude, GoldenEye.
2: GoldenEye itself. Like you could have, you mm-hmm. should keep that man. Have some cool parties.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, these 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 I think I keep. But like I said, any. And besides the besides the two basketball games that have a lot of like, <laughs> nostalgia to me, absolutely, um, no, I understand. Your daughters certainly welcome to the Looney Tunes, the Tiny Tunes, uh, the Mickey's. Oh, that, yeah, I can't, of course. Mickey's Dangerous is that Mickey's Dangerous Game? Is that the name of that? Sure. Is someone hunting? Do they, do they go on an island <laughs> and murder each other? <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's in
0: a kitchen, so I don't know how dangerous it can be. <laughs> it's be a knife it's the precursor to
2: Ratatouille.
0: <laughs> oh no!
2: <laughs> but yeah, Lily oh,
1: just was was cleaning up, cleaning up our guest room, and yeah, you know, Sean was like, "Yeah, we've had that in the box forever. It's just oh, well, wow. I was, we We're gonna do like a That's retro cool. video game, retro game." Connection at our at our school and but end up not Uh, using it. Well, I I hadn't seen these things forever. I think my parents must have flew them down from uh, Alaska at some point.
0: Man, that's awesome. Well, how fortuitous then that uh, you're on this podcast where we talk about retro video games. That's right, it's 16-bit gladiators right here on the Next Wave Radio Network. This is our video game themed podcast where every week we get together to talk about uh, a topic in video gaming. Sometimes it's a franchise. Uh, if you listen to last week's episode, we talked about all of the Metroid games, uh, and even dropped a little mini uh, first impressions episode with our very own Jay Gun, where he was talking about the new Metroid Dread. He said he's about uh, he thinks he's a third or halfway through it. Um, and so wanted to give him his impression. So uh, if you want to hear that, you can do that now. That's live on our feed. 16 com is where you can find us uh, and links to subscribe to this here podcast. We've got handy little uh, links there for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, or you know, your spot spodca- your 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 podcast podcasting? I like that. Your podcasting podcast, app of choice yeah. podcasting. Uh yeah, com is our website. Uh, also we have a Facebook page, sixteen bit there, and of course Twitter at you guessed it, sixteen-bit gladiators. All right, I got all the plugs out of the way. The voice you've been hearing uh, as he was showing off his memorabilia—Richard <laughs> <It's> Caley, <laughs> <Spent>, No <experiment. laughs> A
2: Little Jurassic Park
0: reference there for you. No, uh, real Luke Hawkins. Hello. Uh, who? Uh, Woo-hoo. Yeah. So you pulled out a got, got old cardboard box out from under the bed and was showing us his Game Boy games and N sixty four games. I've got mine hooked up in the other room, and uh, surprisingly. Oh, I powered it up a couple of months ago and uh yeah for something that's what 20 something years old now <laughs> close to 30 yeah, yeah yeah
1: I think you're right you see the yeah you, you, you see the cool like videos of the guys with like the retro cabinets where it's every single one that he can <laughs> that he can select and I'm just like I used to have one. man Yeah, Yeah. I mean I'm talking about like just like even like the design like the living room design where it's literally like in their own individual like where it's the actual device where it's the actual NES the actual super NES the actual N64 that sort of thing and all the way up and I'm just like that would be nice but I also needed that $10 $10 from GameStop at some point (laughs) exactly Oh,
2: I know we that, can all tell us. I mean, honestly, there's no room in your entertainment center now that you have the new Xbox and the new
0: PlayStation. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation. PlayStation. vertical monsters. You had to get rid of a couch to fit those <laughs> Put a fan next to it just to keep the... Uh, those things are loud.
1: I was playing my PS4 the other day and didn't realize... PS5 how is pretty quiet. Is yeah, it? Really uh, The Xbox is pretty quiet, too, if I think about it. They're pretty well... I think the, the verticality of them actually made mm. the where the fans aren't nearly as loud oh,
0: anymore. Yeah. Oh, Maybe I should stand mine up instead of closing it in. Uh, to my entertainment center. Probably not the smartest thing to do. Joel's
2: going to be like standing up the N64 on its side. Yeah, it's like, why won't this work? <laughs> uh, anyway,
0: so here we are together for another episode. Uh, and the topic this week, uh, you know, we've all played video games. We love the characters. We love uh, controlling Mario and uh, Master Chief and, uh, you know, Nathan Drake, all, all of our heroes. Uh, mm-hmm. But for every uh, playable character, there is a, a non-playable character an npc as they are known as today uh, which i think you know back in the days we just called them like what you know sidekicks other characters you know if they were protagonists along with you uh the term npc what maybe about around what 10 15 years or so uh and maybe has, more maybe more has so permeated uh pop culture that uh now we've got a movie we've got films being made about npcs one of which, uh, our very own Luke Hawkins, just finished watching. Right? Were you able to get all the way through it
1: before yeah, recording? I, I, you know, free guy was able to rent. I, I was waiting for like the Disney Plus window to open up or yeah, wherever me too. to on streaming. But I was like, you know what? We're talking about NPCs. Let me. This is a movie that's basically all about NPCs. So let me let me give this a give this a watch. And I somehow tricked my family to watch it with me, which is always fun. They <laughs> like, oh, It's night. so okay. fun. It's delightful. It's yeah. so good. It's really well done. Like yeah. it's really a, a great time. There's an amazing like bit at the very end that I won't spoil because I didn't have it spoiled uh-uh. for me, and it was delightful. Yeah. Mm, and nice. so Brian Renn- and Jody Comer are excellent, and yeah, it was. It was man. It's just a, it's a fun film. Like the, it's, I, I, it's, I do not feel like I wasted my six bucks on it.
2: It's super entertaining and like it's y without being like. Too in your face about it. Like, it still yeah. makes a very a very engaging and fun movie. I'll tell you, man, Ryan Reynolds is kind of like the Chris Jericho of, like, of movies. Like, no, <laughs> but, but, but is what that a good thing? Like I don't understand keeps, what that means. Well, and I use that reference because, you know, Luke gets it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, he keeps buddies. managing to, like, reinvent himself, like, in these movies and stay relevant. And it's like, that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And the fact also that he's, like... Got wide appeal with this R-rated Deadpool movie, mm-hmm. but then he could still do something that's more accessible, like Free Guy, which I yeah. think is great. Yeah. And the fact that he survived so many like box office stinkers, too. Oh yeah,
0: he had to be you remember
1: R.I.P.D. Like anyone did? Oh, oh God. I have seen that. Yes, that is awful. You guys, you guys, to watch it for the the podcast. <laughs> may, may, there, may it rest in peace. <laughs>
0: oh, also, man. didn't we watch uh, uh, Wolverine Origins uh, oh, yeah. for the podcast? Yeah. Which he is. Kind of Deadpool in ish. Yeah. Kind <laughs> of. And, and, and
2: continues to reference where everyone else in the world should just like <laughs> sweep it under the carpet and know, forget about uh, it. He keeps reminding people about that, this movie.
1: Still the best in the press was them, ta- was Tyka and Ryan Reynolds, because Tyka plays like the kind of the a hole corporate, yes. like video game yes. designer guy. And the best is like, you, we would occasionally, and it was probably planted, but it would have an interviewer be like, yeah, you guys work together on Green Lantern. And yeah. they'd go, no, no we don't. We don't remember that. What film? What are you talking about? I don't know what you are talking awesome. about. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Because that would also blew my mind that he's the Taika, the the, the the amazing director of all these great films, was the like the sidekick in this yes. terrible, terrible Green Lantern movie. It still it still makes me sad. I didn't realize he was yeah. in that. It kind of makes yeah, me want to see it now. Yeah, he plays his buddy. He's literally the he's the he's like the best friend who gets to go. Wow, look at that costume. When <laughs> he puts on the full CGI costume. Oh like yeah. That. yeah, that's right. Yeah, well,
0: it's still not going to get me to see that movie, but I will yep. see uh, Free Man uh, based on your <laughs> free, guy. Re- free guy, free guy, free guy. <laughs> Man was
2: the co-star of Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: has he ever been an NPC? Now I'm thinking, no, he doesn't really do that sort of thing. Kind um, of, I mean,
2: yeah. if if you're if you're playing um, uh, Lego Dimensions, I oh, think that's right. a Morgan Freeman sound-alike does yeah. his Morgan Freeman.
0: Yeah, well, even if he hasn't been an NBC, uh, we have we have hu- hundreds, dozens, at least to uh, to choose from. <laughs> wow, that went down quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few, maybe one or two. Uh, no, I've got uh, a little healthy list here. I'm imagining there might be some crossover, uh, but we'll see. Uh, as we go around Robin and kind of uh, talk about some of our favorite non-playable characters in uh, video games. All right, before we jump right in, though, uh, Luke, since it's been a while since you've been on, I believe the last time you were on was our um, Video Games Volume 2. Uh, I believe that was your last episode, correct? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, So now, time to have you on again and talk about uh, what games you've been playing since.
1: Yeah, I am, I'm still like just deep into Horizon Zero Dawn. Like it's oh, just. Oh yeah, you had just started like, that, I think. It's my main time sink. Like I just really, I'm like, I don't know what percentage I'm in on it because it just feels, I'm also, with games I really love, I will go deep into like side quests and like right. almost do more of that than the main stuff. And I'm like, I should probably go do these main ones that I'm now like 40 <laughs> levels above and I'm going to just murder through them very quickly. But, uh, you know, what that story. But. Yeah, uh, man I'm just it's so fun to hunt robot dinosaurs like it's just yeah. a delight that game looks and, amazing and I I play the game of logging of turning on my xbox every couple of days and running you know 100 gigabytes of updates that <laughs> every game needs to update you know so that's, and, yeah that's and, the game I play on that a lot
0: yeah, exactly <laughs> hey I'm gonna play games except in 15 minutes after this yeah happens. I hate that yeah. about it, that it won't even let you do anything like you can't choose to delay them sometimes yeah
1: but I, I make the Xbox kind of my casual gaming. Like I'll, if I wanna jump on and you know, not have to like if I'm listening to podcasts or you know, if I'm just have a just have like fifteen minutes or so, um, I'll jump in and play Rocket League or or drive a car at Forzo or hmm. shoot some people in Fortnite. Or I've really like weirdly like it's a it's a Sony property, but M L B the show is free on Game Pass. Like it's the yeah. weirdest thing. Hmm it's like, I'm like, I could pay $60 and play it on PlayStation as everyone else has to for the the past 15 years when it was a PlayStation exclusive, or I could just have watched downloaded on game pass, I guess. <laughs> wow. So yeah. yeah, I did that. I really, I'm like video game baseball is my speed. Like being able to mm-hmm. like, being able to like kind of play that. Like I've, 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 unfortunately realized that, like, the NBA games have moved past me. Like, I'm just oh, – yeah. like, I don't understand the shot arc, and I don't understand the the, the stuff to under, to really play those games well. But I can still – pitch and i can i can i can hit a well,
2: ball not not just the shot arc like not just the gameplay in the new nba games but like the story mode that they make oh, you endure. Yeah.
1: yeah like directed by spike lee like i don't care i don't want to go through a we story paid, we paid for this name we paid for this music yes. you're gonna have <laughs> to endure this <laughs> yeah, exactly um, but yeah those those i can't do so I've, I've tried with the couple of the two k's as they come free but i'm just like i i'm it's not for me but mm-hmm. yeah mlb the show 21 is it's beautiful it's amazing to you know play at that rangers rangers ballpark because i got oh, to go to cool i got to go to a game finally i took, took my dad and, and daughter to a game this this uh i guess early summer nice and i was a it was them versus yankees and it was a good time nice. so yeah that's right we've got that new stadium here but also baseball's baseball's just fun to go. Yeah, baseball's yeah. A great. A great sport to attend. Like we just had, to, had a ton of fun, mm-hmm. especially if it's a nice weather. Uh, oh,
0: for sure. as we have been having uh, the our... one constant throughout the, all the years Luke, <laughs> was baseball. Baseball. <laughs> do you guys get that reference
2: too? Right? We get I that reference.
1: Right. The sandlot, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey, <Luke.
1: laughs> oh no, he's walking away.
0: Uh... <laughs> Luke, we should have had you on our uh, sports game episode. I didn't realize uh, that was uh, your your cup of tea there. But I, I know you're also a big
1: proponent of
0: uh, just the Xbox uh, subscription service and, and everything yeah, and free Pass, that comes
1: with it. Yeah. Game Pass is just you know it's it's just it's the Netflix of, of games at this point. Like it's just it's yeah. a ridiculous deal that you that like all I have like I can like. I haven't jumped into it because I, I need to find more friends who would be into it, but I want to play that back for blood. And it's literally, it's oh, yeah. free. On, it's free on game pass. Oh, it looks so fun. Like, I'm, looks de- like a, I'm definitely jumping into that. Mm-hmm. Think that's something we should, we should all squad up and do at some point. Yeah. Killing, killing zombies would be fun.
2: I sunk so many hours into Left for Dead and Left 4 yeah. Dead 2. Like, I'm so excited about this. Joe, uh, what games have you been playing? Um, Anything new? Okay, Final so, Fantasy? Well, I, I got through... No, it's funny. You laugh. so, <laughs> I always Luke, assume I think it's you, another you know, Final like, Fantasy. I'm, I'm going through like a Final Fantasy marathon. Like, I'm trying yeah. to go through all of the Final Fantasy games. Uh, I just... Because I played Final Fantasy Seven so recently, instead of playing Final Fantasy Seven, I ended up playing through uh, Crisis Core okay. on the PSP. And uh, Dirge of Cerberus on, well, for PS2, but on my PS3. Mm. Uh, and so now I'm kind of taking a quick break before I play P- uh, Final Fantasy VIII. And uh, I've been diving into, like, I couldn't wait for Metroid Dread. But because I am who I am, and <laughs> I can't play two games at the same time, yeah. uh, I've already started playing this game called Immortals Phoenix Rising.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Zelda clone. Kind yeah. of, the of Exactly. Life.
2: It is exactly as, like, and it's so shameless about it, but it's fine, because it's fun. Like, if you are jonesing for more Breath of the Wild, but you've done everything you could do in Breath of the Wild, this is a great substitute to kind of tide you over till the next one comes out. Mm -hmm. Um, It's Ubisoft. Uh, Some of the animation isn't quite as slick as, Mm -hmm. as Breath of the Wild, obviously, it's got a lot of voice acting though and sometimes it gets a little annoying like you just kind of want to like get into the game and that's the beautiful thing about Breath of the Wild and Link he doesn't talk. And yeah, like yes. you could just kind of get into the game and not get bogged down with like exposition. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of that in this. But ah. if you can kind of stand it or if you just want to mute it <laughs> and just play, yeah. uh it, it's fine. But yeah, it's Breath of the Wild but with like Greek gods. Mm-hmm. You're basically uh, trying to fight this uh, titan that's trying to break its way up into Olympus, uh, and you're having to like release the these imprisoned gods hmm. to get their powers and fight it back. It's it's awesome. very fun. Yeah, very engaging, and uh, I'm having a great time with it. If I wasn't, I'd be jumping right into Metroid Dread. I know. Um, I'm
0: excited, too. I was telling Jay last yeah. night when we were recording our little mini-review uh, that I, I did buy it over the weekend, just because I wanted to be counted amongst those who... Because uh, I'm going to play it eventually, even though I don't plan to right now. But, uh, yeah. you know, I wanted to support that franchise and uh, support what sounds like it's a pretty awesome game. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. To- I think that's I think that's great, Joel, because... Uh, Mario, Zelda—they're so yeah. overrepresented.
2: Yes. I want to say, like, they get like so many titles per system. Mm-hmm. But Metroid, which I think is just as good a franchise, yeah. seems kind of underrepresented in these last couple
0: of generations. They haven't had as many so games, I, and so yeah. uh, the, the percentage of, uh, of of good games that we've had in the last decade or so, uh, M- Metroid games, uh, has has been probably below fifty percent. So uh, hopefully, yeah. we can we can raise that average. And uh, get it back on the on the public conscious. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the way to do that
2: though is people like voting, for lack of a better term, yes, with, with their, their, dollars. their dollars, with their right. entertainment dollars, and like show Nintendo, like we want this, we want to mm-hmm. consume this product, develop it, put more time into developing this. And and it sounds like they did a great job with yeah. Dread. I can't wait
0: to dive in. Nor can I. Uh, all right. Well, I did vote with my dollars. The Metroid is a uh, a franchise that uh, maybe is a little lesser recognized. Uh, something else lesser recognized are uh, some of the characters in some of the video games we're going to be talking about. The NPCs, how about that? For Thank you for the golf clap for that uh, <laughs> well masterful, well done. Masterful, well done. masterful segue. All right, let's yeah. talk about our topic, NPCs. Uh, as we always do, we're going to go around. Uh, I've got a short list here, I assume you do as well. Uh, yeah. We'll just go around and talk about some of our favorite non-playable
1: characters. And Luke, because you are our guest, of course, we're going to start with you. Kick it off, buddy. Oh man, well I'm probably I'm stealing this. I would assume from I mean, if you guys have played it, but I think literally I think the kind of the first like NPCs that really had a personality that I noticed were the the you know the robots and the other side characters from Portal and Portal Ah, Two. There you go on my list. Wheatley, yeah, Yeah. Gladys, Wheatley, Gladys, and also a lot of people point out Cave Johnson incredible performance by why am i blanking on his name J.K. I Simmons. To, J.K. Simmons. yeah i'm not so yeah it's because <laughs> uh, we'll start with jay and he wants pictures of spider-man um but man <laughs> it's, just, it's just his name is peter parker they're such different characters and such and and just the the, the quality of valve's writing and the quality of yes. like the like that those are games i still have memories of those characters like that's that's those are characters that like just stick with stick with me and i'm 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 really thinking of going and doing like a portal one and portal two replay just uh oh, yeah yeah
0: I, I just went through them both uh over quarantine in 2020 oh, nice. so uh yeah fresh on my mind too also on my list uh and you said memorable characters i would say inseparable from the games themselves can you imagine playing portal and not having like gladys chirping in your ear or wheatley uh, in those no. games, like, yeah, it would no. totally change the experience, it'd still be an amazing game because, you know, the, the gameplay mechanics are just so fucking ingenious, um, but man it just, that's what kicked it from a, a good game to a great game is having those well, characters. It, it, from,
2: from a good game to an experience. Yes. yes.
1: I don't know, I, I, as I get older the, I don't know if, if, if like memories become more important, but like the memories of like these important moments in games like, I kind of just start cycling back through them, Stick and that's that's. That's where Portal is in in my heart for sure like it's just they're both they're both just such insanely well told stories and with such uh-huh. like deep and interesting characters for being just you know voice performance. and it's also just, it's the strength of voice performances for Absolutely. sure Absolutely mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh well
0: yeah. No, no surprise it got some high uh, caliber actors in those roles yeah. too not just yeah. some uh, I was listening to oh god what was it uh some of the, some of these old games you know when uh, voice acting was still kind of new in video games mm-hmm. Um, and we take for granted, you know, something like, uh, like last like of us, <laughs> yeah. you know, what? that's exactly what it was. It was, it was a character from resident evil. Oh, there's,
1: yeah. there's some astounding, uh, YouTube compilations of like the worst video game oh. of like line, <laughs> line reads of all time. And it's just like, they, they must've just gotten the janitor. It's Hey, you're, you're, you're this, you're this voice in this video game. Now, now read these lines and then go away. Oh, man, yeah. yeah, no, for sure, like and, and even
2: the first Final Fantasy game to have voice acting, I think was Final Fantasy X, mm. and there is some rough voice <laughs> acting going on oh, like, yeah. for such a beautiful game, like some of these interactions are so wooden and rigid <laughs> <laughs> he's like you just have to laugh, oh <laughs> like, oh my God, they've
0: definitely come a long way in such a short amount of time, voice acting has come a long way. <laughs> Uh, well and, and in fact, uh, some of those games may show up on this list we 'll see uh Joe going to kick it over to you then a nice way to kick things off by the way luke with uh, with portal thank you yeah, Joe, i want gonna...
1: I want to say it before anyone else said it <laughs>
0: <laughs> that 's how I feel about this one, and it kind yeah. of also fits along
2: the same lines as what Luke said like a, a game that 's part of a franchise that 's known for being just like so well written, so tight uh filled with great character work uh, another franchise that 's more than just a game it 's an experience. Um, and this is one of the first times that an NPC, like truly, like their story, their arc was compelling to me, broke my heart. Uh, I have to go with Elizabeth Comstock from Bioshock Infinite.
0: There it is, um,
2: so amazing. Like the experience you have with this character when you when you free her, and then like the adventure of like trying to make your way through um, uh, Columbia and uh, and try to take down. Uh, Comstock, and then finding out the story. I don't even want to ruin it because I'm sure someone hasn't played this game. Uh, But like the journey you go on. I have
1: have the Xbox 360, like in my like Xbox account version of it, but I I don't believe I've ever played it. Same,
2: bro. You need to play this game. It's so good. But the voice acting, like the what they put into like the characterizations, the small. Physical characterizations of Elizabeth and like what she does as you're playing the game, like paying attention like she comes across like a living, breathing person that inhabits this world, and there are some times where you feel like she's escorting you, not the other way around yeah. through this game uh and then just the end and how everything ties together, and she kind of completes your story is is it's nothing short of sweet and uh, heartbreaking mm. and and also kind of like hopeful at the same time. Like there's mm. so much going on, uh, and that's in no small part due to just the masterful writing that went into this, but also the performance, the voice performance, uh, was is just top notch.
0: Mm. Nice, yeah, I know that that is on my my backlog games. Uh, we did a whole episode about backlog games a few months back, uh, and that is definitely on it. All of those, well, the first and third Bioshocks, I should say. Uh, yeah, because of your recommendations, Joe. Yeah, so can't wait to yeah. experience Elizabeth Comstock. Is that her last name?
2: I mean, yeah, that's that's her name. Yeah. Uh, now, look, the the second Bioshock isn't bad, but it's kind of more of an expansion pack to the first mm-hmm. game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably gonna skip that one. then. Life's too short. Yeah. Too many games to play. You can. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, since we're getting uh, some big ones out of the way, got Portal, got uh, Bioshock. I'm gonna keep that trend going with uh, a little franchise called The Legend of Zelda. Uh, specifically the Ocarina I of Time. You now, you could do, I uh, knew you You would. could do a lot of <laughs> characters from this game. Uh, you could do Sheikah, who ends up, uh, as we spoiled, Okay, everybody played uh, Ocarina of Time on this podcast before we did. Yes. Okay. Uh, Sheikah ends up being Zelda, so you could do Zelda. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Navi, or Navi, the, uh, mm. the little fairy that kind of follows you around <laughs> and constantly hey, bugs listen. you. Exactly. We all know that, hey, listen. Hey, <laughs> <Why>? listen. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> We've all got our own. That used to be my, uh, my <laughs> ringtone every time somebody would message me. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Got old uh, really quickly, as it does in the game. Uh, so you, <laughs> you kind of have a love-hate relationship with this uh, little fairy that's constantly following you around. And basically just serves the purpose of being, uh, you know, we didn't know how to, like, lock on. You know, this is in the early days of 3D games. And she uh-huh. basically... Um, uh, is, is an indicator for the players like what is examinable, uh, what characters yeah. can be locked onto. So it's a nice way to do that. But uh, yay, you uh, you had to hear her uh, chirp at you I quite mean, often. Her name
2: game. is her name is short for navigation. Exactly. So yeah, like, <laughs> they're not really hiding. They're pretty, they're pretty on the nose about it. Yes. Here's the thing that's funny about that: like uh-huh. when playing through that game finally as an adult, I didn't find Nabi as annoying as I did as a kid, hmm. as a teenager. I I think I retained things a lot better and a lot easier. Yeah. So it was annoying for me to keep for her to keep reminding me. But as an adult, I would keep forgetting how to do stuff. So I kind of appreciated having her
0: there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, she is. Uh, and they do kind of flesh her out as a character. There are times when she's in danger. She's she, she's comical. And in fact, the the game begins with her POV. Right. You're like flying through the little uh, yeah. town, the little village. Um, yep. goes up to a uh, Link's house, like bumps her head on a fence, so enduring right off the bat before you've even seen the character. Uh and yeah, is with you until the uh the, the sweet end. You know,
2: isn't that so Mario sixty four mm. and Ocarina of Time kinda have similar openings. Where you're kind of seeing things through the point of view oh, that's right uh, of the another camera. character.
0: That's right. Yeah, the, of uh, the camera. The Lakitu that's following you around, which is a, yeah. a weird thing to think that like we needed to explain that's to right. audiences like what the camera was in a video game. Yeah. like Are we to re- assume in all 3D games then that there's an actual cameraman? <laughs> just, there's just a cameraman? <laughs> it's like The Office. <laughs> Ooh, I they should make a video that. game who's, of The Office, yeah.
2: Who, who's the Dwight Schrute of the Mario universe? Oh, interesting. Uh,
0: Donkey <laughs> Kong. There you go. Okay, yeah. that's good. He wears a tie, just like Dwight. He does, doesn't he? Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> and He's very uh, beige, every mono, monochromatic color scheme. For Donkey Kong. Hey, before we yes. move on, I yes. just I wanted to say like
2: because I thought this was a sidekicks episode and not just NPCs. I did uh, um, <laughs> sell it as so. Yes. Okay. I I just wanted I, I put Luigi on my list, but he's definitely a playable character in the Mario game. So I just kind of wanted to throw that out there that like. I, I put him on the list, but I understand he doesn't qualify.
0: Well, it's i mean, um, like he. There are games with Luigi where you do not play as him. So, uh, I mean, the aforementioned Mario sixty-four being one of them. So, uh, I think that. Um, well, it
2: depends on what version of Mario sixty-four you're playing. <laughs> no, oh, I'm, that's I'm, right. I'm that's serious. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: he does become playable. Well, you have to unlock him, though, don't you? That's true. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. No, I will accept that. Yes, because I I uh, framed this as a sidekicks. <laughs> Slash NPC, so I, I think that's fair. When you say framed, you make it sound like you deceived us, and you, it, there was no guy,
2: deception. Uh, <laughs> yeah. nah, it was, it's fine. You know, okay. So then that's that's mine. Next, I don't know if if you were done. Yeah, but, yeah you let's know, do just, it. Uh, Luigi is next on my <laughs> list for <laughs> for Super Mario Brothers, or let's say Mario sixty four, the original go. Mario yeah. sixty four. I mean... uh, yeah, I think um, I think you, it's hard to talk about video games and talk about a sidekick slash NPC. Mm-hmm not throw someone like
0: Luigi on the list Uh, yeah yeah he's kind of the 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 OG yeah yeah he absolutely is Uh, and I guess you know probably came about because um, in the advent of two-player games uh, I guess it was around this time where we're like okay well we're you know Pac-Man two players play Pac-Man you're playing the same character you're just kind of taking turns Uh, and that was kind of the first idea is like well what if there are actually two different characters uh, that you get to play in Super Mario. It's Super Mario Brothers. It's right there in the title. So there you go.
2: Well, I mean, and I think it started with Mario Brothers, where you could yes. play as both Mario and Luigi at that's the same time. And so, but, but, and then when Super Mario Brothers came ah, out, that's right. there was, there was Mario, but then, like, you could tell it was just a cheap color palette switch. Like, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> they, they really weren't two different people, but, yeah.
0: uh, yeah just just a convenient switch of colors yeah. so we could keep track of who is who. Yeah. It's not Luigi brothers, Super Luigi brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Although he has kind of his own spin-off. No, I I I think that's great. Yeah. He is he is number 1 as far as uh, video game sidekicks go, right? He's been mm-hmm. there since uh, almost the since beginning. The beginning, very Yeah. Good. Uh all right, we'll let that one slide. Luke, I'm going to kick <laughs> it back to you. I appreciate. I've got a little cheat all too. i right. I'll, I'll do my cheat next to make you feel better, but uh, Luke, I'm going to go yeah. back to
1: you first. I got a unique one, which I really good. like. Um, it's the ring from Ring Fit Adventures, um, <laughs> because you—you—it's literally—it's a piece of—it's it's an actual piece of equipment that you have with you. But it does talk to you. It does say encouraging words to you about <laughs> yeah, doing it does. doing good workouts. It's, it has That's its own true. personality. I really like it. I'm honestly like I'm trying to get back into you know doing some more working out, and I'm good looking for forward to you know, going back to you know. Hanging out with the, hanging out with the ring and running around. So and, having
0: know. an anthropomorphic ring uh, helps entice
1: you into to, to have <laughs> it. It does. It yeah. really does. And man, it you can do some of the you know just the straight up like the where you're doing like the flexing and the tensing, and yeah, that, the tensing. that thing is. You know, if you watch, uh, it it sold me when I watched the guys on up, up, down, down with all the like down, down, all the all these big wrestlers like having issues with them. Like, well, if they're those human specimens are having trouble with it, it seems like it might actually be a legit piece of like exercise equipment too. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate.
2: Appreciate the ring fit ring because it isn't as condescending as the we fit board. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yes. It's, it's been 582 days day.
0: since uh, you last stood on me.
2: <laughs> Luke, I've told you that story about yes. the we fit board, right? I, I don't
1: I'm not sure. I believe so. Okay. R- just a
2: really yeah. quick. Uh, so I got the Wii, I got Wii Fit for my family uh, yeah. years and years ago. And I brought it home. My whole family got on. You know, you measure yourself. You weigh yourself so that way every, the, the game knows where you're starting and all that stuff. And whenever any of my other family members got on that thing to weigh themselves, the board would go, okay. And then, like, we'd move on. And then it came my turn to stand mm. on the Wii Fit board. I stand on it for it to weigh me. And it goes, oh. <laughs> 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 what?
0: <laughs>
2: Surpri- oh, no. You surprised it.
1: <laughs> what a jerk the Wii Fit board is. Yeah, no, the the the, uh. the, the, the ring the ring is very supportive. Like it, it just wants you to you know. It doesn't fat shame you. It does not. It,
0: does. it doesn't fat shame. Please one person at a time on the Wii board. <laughs> 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 uh well that's a good one. Well We Board uh, does not get uh nominated as one of the no. best NPCs, then. Nope. But no. uh, Ring Fit. I like that idea. Yeah. All right. Uh well you know what's a fun game.
2: That is a fun game. I'm glad you brought that up.
1: That's yeah, it's a, it's just it's neat. It's a, it's a it's a yeah. cool piece of equipment and a good game. Yeah. Well as long mm-hmm. as we're
0: kinda of cheating here, uh, my cheat was going to be uh Ellie from The Last of Us because uh mm. I had forgotten that you actually do get to control her uh, near the end of that game. She's got a whole, a whole chapter uh, that's just hers. But up until that point, it was uh, just you and her, just Joel uh, and this little girl kind of walking through the post-apocalyptic uh, United States. Uh, and yeah, yeah, if the qualifications for a stellar NPC are that you know they're memorable, that they're their character of their own, you you, you uh, like like Joe said, you you experience them, right? It's not just somebody who's there. Uh, they they play a yeah. part of the the gaming experience yeah. you're having. Then yeah, I mean Ellie for mm-hmm. the first three fourths of that game, like is is also like the ultimate NPC, uh, and you're doing things together yeah. as a team. And uh, I, again. One of the hallmarks of a great NPC is you can't imagine the game without them. And granted, yeah. a lot of the story of that game is built around these two yeah. kind of this father son father daughter relationship that they they develop.
1: Ooh. That uh, that HBO series is going to wreck me. Like, I know. It's, I, it's, I don't know yeah, that I can watch yeah, it. it. Yes, it is. Luke, have you played uh, Last of Us two? I have not. Yeah, I've not played Damn two it. yet. And I'm, I haven't finished one even. Like, well, it's it's hard oh, really? to go. It's hard to like. Like I, I need to go. I got robot dinosaurs to kill. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 Yeah, it's it's pretty robot dinosaurs dead.
2: is a lot harder to face when you're a dad playing a game like the
1: Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I that would rather think, shoot robot. I don't dinosaur. think sequence was not was not was not great if you're a dad. Yeah, so, no. but I'm, I'm enjoying the story. It's just it's it's one that I really have to be in the right headspace for, and yeah, you know, and the, the times we're in, sometimes it's just you know, like I said, it's, well, it's, uh, it's playing baseball. And, and Robot Dinosaur.
0: <laughs> well, if you're having issues with that first game, uh, I, I cannot recommend the second game for you, even though it is, it is in ways, a masterpiece. But uh, oh, I've,
1: we, I've, heard, I've heard nothing but good things. It is, no, it is definitely in the, in the plan, for sure. It's like, an it's
0: amazing game, there. but uh, it's one you'll only want to play once. Uh, I have no desire yeah. to go back to that, to, to go through that, but I, mm. I, I feel like I'm a better person for having experienced it. Anyway, that was kind of my cheat, Ellie, from Last of Us. All right, let's get back on track. Uh, I think we kind of got a little out of order there, but I'm going to go back. Yeah, it's Luke's turn. Go back to Luke.
1: Uh, for another NPC, oh, okay. um, I'll I'll throw in uh, like I said the game that has stuck with me, and I'm waiting for the next gen version. But it's hard because who knows when it comes out at this point. But man, there are so many good NPCs in Cyberpunk.
2: Like, uh-huh. yeah,
1: you know, they, they go with you know there were janky problems, and it was under prom, it was it was over promised and under delivered. But man, like spending the time you get with Jackie in the beginning, and then you know, having friggin' Keanu in your head as, as Johnny Silverhand, <laughs> and I don't, man, I don't know, some, like something about, like, I tried, like, it's the first, like, first person, like, role-playing game I really got into. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't, I've i had trouble, like, and I, I like, I'm like, well, the studio did Witcher, I should try Witcher, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't get into it, like, I don't know, oh. I, I tried, I jumped in three, maybe jumping in on three was the mistake, but I also don't know. No, it's, three, it's, it's and, just complicated.
2: Witcher yeah. is a very complicated kind of game. Oh, really.
1: But just yeah. But just the storytelling and the the characters of Cyberpunk have really stuck with me. Like it's something mm-hmm. like I want to go back and replay. Like it's I don't know, like I'm But I'm kind of like I'm trying to like wait. But like every article I read, is like well the the PS5 and the Xbox actual like next gen version are not going to be out until they were they're shooting for this year, but maybe not. Like I don't know. Um. So I might go play because you know there's three life paths you can play through. I'm like maybe I'll go play through a second life. Oh path yeah, that's first, right. And then. Save, save the final life path for when they actually do the upgrade. Cause I've heard good things mm-hmm. about like the DLC and the upgrades they've put in already, but I don't know, man. Yeah. The being able to, you know, the, the Pan Am and the Judy stories are just, are are really interesting and really good. And you just kind of feel like you get to know those characters. And like I said, it's just a, it's, it's something about like the really well done, like, like characters of that, that just, I don't know. It's just something that really, uh, I'm, I'm having trouble articulating it. It's like, why it's, st- why it stuck with me so much.
0: Nice. Oh, I don't no. know you're uh, you're the second guest on this uh, podcast who's uh, been effusive about that game. Now that the kind of the dust is starting to settle after the kerfuffle of the release of uh, Cyberpunk, yeah, our very own Ralph, who's been on a couple episodes now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the last time we had him on, he said that's all he's been playing. He's like two or three hundred mm-hmm. hours into that game. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you don't uh, you don't get that kind of devotion without having some uh, some fun NPCs and a, and a beautiful world to explore. Oh, for sure. Nicely done. All right, Joe. Let's get back on track. What do you got? So, I mean, we've we've gone down the list and we've had a whole lot of stuff that, like, a lot of
2: significant and, like, right. heavy mm-hmm. stuff that we've thrown Important. out. I've got a little bit of cheesecake. Some, uh, some lighter fare that I'm going to put out there. One of my favorite NPCs okay. comes from an Evil Dead video game called Regeneration. <laughs> uh, there's a Let's call him Diminutive Deadite. He's half dead, basically. Uh, He runs around with Ash, and uh, his name is Sam, obviously a reference to Sam Raimi. Even better, because he's voiced by his brother Ted Raimi. Um, (laughs) Oh, nice. But, like, as you're going through this game and trying to, like, defeat the Deadites, there are different puzzles and places that only Sam can reach or Sam can get to. So, like, Ash has to, like, Punt him like a football. To, to this is definitely a game that won't be made now, where you're like punting midgets across oh, no. the map. <laughs> Tosh me, but but like but they did this in this game, and he's he's so fun. Like it was of the Evil Dead games. Like they made a game based on the first movie. Mm-hmm. Then they did a game called like Fistful of Boomstick that was kind of fun, but it was it was very repetitive. It's this was weird, the first of the Evil
1: Dead seventy five dollars on Amazon. I literally just pulled it up regeneration is no uh fistful boomstick fistful strange little boomstick wow mm-hmm. um so
2: this one though has like an, an actual story that like kind of continues mm-hmm. the mythos of the evil dead movies and uh and it's really fun man it's there's there's just a whole lot of uh a whole lot of slapstick like it captures the spirit of the of the films um and yeah sam is with ash almost the entire way and uh, and he won't. He's like a dead a deadite that can't be corrupted. So yeah, that's why he doesn't turn on Ash or anything uh, like that. Like he he's he's his sidekick. Convenient. Um, yeah, comic relief. Re- again, Ted Raimi voicing it. You can't go wrong. That's awesome. Uh, if you happen to have an Xbox, uh, I would try to find this game because it's it's super entertaining.
0: Nice. Uh, all right, uh, moving on to me then. I guess um, you know nobody's done. Any old school for this being a uh, sixteen bit gladiators. Nobody's done any retro games yet, I believe. Uh, I did Luigi. So, it uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That was Mario yeah. sixty four, though. Technically, so, that's
2: true. You know, you no know what? You are right. You are
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, no, you are right. You are right. We did do an old school. Uh, I am going to kick it back to the eight bit era uh, with one of the Mega Man games, Mega Man three specifically. Uh, now, I could, Perfect. I could go with yeah. Rush. I could go with the dog who was introduced mm. in this game. Uh, shows up, allows you to. Use him as a springboard, um, but he doesn't have a lot of personality. And while he did uh, stick out to me, uh, or stick with me rather, uh, the one who really made an impact was Proto Man. Proto Man is Hmm. this dude who shows up uh, throughout the game. Uh, He shows up the first time you have to fight him, and you think like you know it's it's kind of a little mini boss battle. Uh, And then it turns out uh, no, he was just uh, he was he was testing you. It was uh, to, to see if uh, you were strong enough to move on to the next level. So you kind of have this: is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? Like who is he? There's some mystery behind him. Uh, and I think ultimately it turns out um, he's he's another another Rockman, another Mega Man. He's like the version 1.0 of Mega Man, whereas uh, Rockman is, is version 2.0. Uh, so they're kind of brothers. Uh, but uh, I think he kind of comes to a sad end. He can't he can't survive. Uh, because he was like the first version. He was unperfected. But I just love the way, even in this uh, old 8-bit game, uh, how they introduce him. He has like a little theme song when he shows up. Everything stops, and you hear that little <laughs> Yeah, a little, little jazzy tune to accompany uh, Proto Man in uh, Mega Man 3. Do you guys remember that one? You're looking like you don't. I do, now that you mention him. No, now that yeah. you mention
2: him, I remember him. I, I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about him at all. I more remember the dog, to be honest with you. You remember yeah. the
1: dog. Yeah, Spring Dog. Come on. Rush. <laughs> spring, spring Dog. Spring, spring, springy Dog. That's from Toy Story.
0: Uh, oh, no, true. No, yeah, you're right. Everybody loves him. And then he went on uh, to be in other games as well, whereas I think this is maybe the, the one outing for Proto Man and, and his lore. Uh, there's a lot of Mega Man lore I'm not uh, familiar with, but I uh, really like that character. I like his little theme song, and I like that they kind of subverted, you know, is he, is, uh, is he a good guy, is he a bad guy? I hadn't experienced that yet when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, Proto Man from Mega Man Three. Mm. All right, uh, looks like we're back to you, Luke. I only, ha- by the way, I should say uh, I've got maybe you know I could do one or even two more, and then have yeah, some sure. honorable mentions. Um, yeah. Same for you guys. We'll go. Yep, uh, about two, the same for two more laps, and then some honorable mentions. Cool. Gotcha. Uh,
1: all right, Luke, what do you got? Yeah, no, uh, one I really love because I love these uh, the Mordor games, and I really loved mm. Ratbag. Like this, this, this orc, this kind of sniveling little orc that was just like that, would always would, 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 you know, try and would, would try and like double cross you constantly, but also you knew was you know actually helping you most of the time. Oh. yeah. It was, just a, it was a fun, fun personality, kind of a yeah. And, and those those games rely so much on the on. Like kind of the nameless, you know, doing like the nemesis system where you rival you're, system. Yeah, that's right. Where you know, and it, but that doesn't leave a lot of really room for storytelling on that front. So having, you know, you you get, you get some golem, but I really like the character that they created with Ratbag. But no, I I, I think it's those those mortal games are so fun.
2: They're I so good. That. Did you ever play the Mad Max one?
1: No, I've got it. I, I should. I've I've heard good things. Yeah, I, yeah, I it's I'd, excellent. That'd be a that'd be a fun time. It's just those are those are like I said, those open world games where there's so much to do on the map. Sometimes you get a little overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to like limit myself to like one of those per, (laughs) you know, currently, but yeah, no, I've heard, I've heard really good things about Mad Max, but like I said, I'd like to play the Batman games again, but the Mordor games will always hold a, like a nice place in my heart just for the storytelling. I'm going
2: to need, I'm going to need that Gotham Knights game to come out. Like yeah, I yeah. need that. Oh, yeah. I need that game to come out now. There
1: should be some announcements. They're doing the DC Fandom this weekend, that's right? Yeah, this weekend. that's or, right. well, I'm that's probably right. not timestamping this properly if this doesn't come out last weekend. No, cut I this part know. out.
0: Who worries? <laughs> yeah. What else would it have been last weekend? Also, a new uh, Batman trailer, I believe. The new uh, yeah.
2: Matt Reeves. They, they show they showed that there was a leak of like what nine seconds of like watching Robert Pattinson do his Batman voice or whatever. Oh yeah. People are losing their minds over it.
0: Is it is it better than the Christian Bale voice? I have
2: no idea. I haven't watched it. No. I mean, dude, but that's also like, it's an article I saw on Facebook, so it could just be nothing. Fake like, news. Yeah, these, these weird clickbait articles are just the worst.
0: Yes, yes, they are. Uh, I like that. Hey, real quick question before we move off of that game. Ratbag, is that his name? Is he canon yes. uh, in the uh, verse? I don't honestly know. Um, no, no. It seems like somebody they kind of invented for that game to fill the yeah. role uh, that, that a golem might play. The yeah. weird, uh, you get Gollum oddly. Yeah. Um, right, well, then there you go. Well, fuck me.
1: But well, no, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm just I'm saying, just, hey, you know, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, rescued, rescued from punishment, and is a secret traitor to Sauron's army. Mm-hmm. Uh, non canonical does not appear in the works of J.R.R. Tolkien. There you go. All right. Well, still, it lives on in our hearts. No, for sure.
0: Good call. That- Good call. Do, dude. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Was that Proton Man? Was that his theme? Is he coming out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he always like jumps out of the sky, just falls out. All right. Yeah, the weirdest,
1: uh, the weirdest one. One more thing about the weirdest thing is they had uh, Kumail Nanjiani the voice, one of the one of the other Nemesis troll like Nemesis. <laughs> it's, what? It's, just, it's the strangest thing. It's just and he, he's wise cracking. Superman. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's it, it doesn't work. I love Kumail, and I'm excited for the Eternals. I'm yeah. glad he gets. I'm glad he got jacked, but yeah. yeah, man, especially when he was in that kind of comedy mode. Him doing a voice of a of an orc just takes me right out of it. Right <laughs> yeah. out of it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, anytime he's a vo- he was he was a
0: voice in a character in uh, that Men in Black International. Uh, secret oh, that yeah. came out a couple of years ago.
2: Still never saw that. Yeah, it's
0: not great. I mean, it, yeah. I, pr- I appreciate what they were trying to do. Um, it. I mean, I mean that th- that first Men in Black film is, is brilliant, and everything else that's come afterwards kind of pales in comparison. Uh, so this one's included. But uh, yeah, a little alien voiced by Command on Johnny. And we all know what he sounds like now, so I, all I can do is picture him while watching that movie. Yes, yeah, so do not re- recommend uh, Men in Black International. Uh, but maybe we can recommend the uh, the next game that Joe has on his list. Joe? up to you bud uh
2: so this one i'm i'm going to slide on a technicality oh. uh it was uh the first pokemon game i ever played hmm. uh and in in this pokemon game when you start off usually in pokemon like red and blue you could pick your starting pokemon In this one it was picked for you based solely on the popularity of the pokemon tv show and one character in particular pikachu oh, uh wow. the Pokemon Yellow Pikachu edition, I'm going to go with Pikachu as a uh, as my sidekick NPC. Of course. Even though he's kind of not an NPC, but he follows you unlike any of the other Pokemon games that uh, preceded this. You didn't actually have a Pokemon that would follow you around in this one Pikachu followed you and based on like how you treated him, and how you how you would feed him, like you could talk to him and see like what his attitude is towards you if he's, you know, loyal or if he's not feeling too good. Um, and so it kind of added like this weird Tamagotchi element (laughs) to to, to Pokemon, uh, which for some reason worked really well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I really not much more than that. Just like it was, it was one of the first games, this was on Game Boy, this is one of the first games that, uh, that I, I remember having like an NPC that I was kind of taking care of, uh, while I was playing this like RPG experience and, uh, yeah, Pokemon Yellow. It's uh I mean how how can you go wrong the cutest yes.
0: pokemon in the world following you around Yes. Yeah, you don't need to say much more about uh Pikachu. No. Everybody knows him. Uh yeah, yeah great yeah, right up there with uh, Luigi. Nicely done. <laughs> All right, well I got to follow that up. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do it, but uh I will try. Uh, because this is another big one, I think, um, mm. I'll be surprised, or wouldn't be surprised if one of you also has it on your list, uh, so I'm gonna get, uh, Sully from the Uncharted series out of the way, uh, had that on my list, forgot what his Definitely full name is, something Sullivan, mm-hmm. uh, who will now be played by, um, a Wahlberg, Marky Mark Wahlberg, in the movie franchise, which, uh, I, I cannot get behind, because nothing about Mark Wahlberg, Screams Sully. If you've played one no. of the Arch- Uncharted uh, games, you know the character. Uh, he's with you almost pretty much from the beginning. At least if you're looking at uh, Nathan Drake's uh, history, yeah. yeah, literally from the beginning. And even
2: even in the third game, when you meet up with when you get to play as Nathan Drake as a young kid, yes, like Sully flashback. still looks kind of older. <laughs> You know, like, I get, like, they cast Tom Holland, so they're like, oh, well, we got a young Nathan Drake, so we could go with a younger Sully. Like, not that young. Yep. No. Mm-hmm.
0: Who, who's your Who's your recast, Joe, for uh, the real Sullivan
2: oh, you know, man. in an
0: Uncharted Just, film? I think, uh, I think J.K. Simmons would be a good Sully. <laughs> yes, yes, he's already kind of in that zone, and in fact, if you look at the uh, uh, actor who does the voice of Sully, he's kind of got a J.K. Simmons thing going on. Something like is yeah. was that guy's name. You and know what? Great. Even like Brian uh, Cranston would be a good sully too. Oh my god, Brian Cranston would be an amazing sully. Yes. See, there you go. That's what needs to happen. But uh, that's not what's happening. But that's okay because you can play the Uncharted games and enjoy. Uh, you know the crassness. Uh, he's got some great one-liners uh yeah. he's, he's got some zingers he's he's not always there for comedic relief obviously he's uh he's got a lot of
2: warm moments
0: as like a father right. figure for nathan drake it's really touching sometimes mm-hmm. absolutely there's sometimes you think he's in danger sometimes you think he hasn't made it uh spoiler alert he is an all four <laughs> uncharted game so he does make it uh but uh you know who knows maybe uh... five if you count
2: uh the one on ps uh the ps vita
0: Oh, that's was that yeah. another Uncharted game?
2: Yeah, it is It is straight up a whole other Uncharted uh, adventure.
0: Oh, well, wow. not familiar with that one. All right. Uh, one of these days I'm going to have to borrow your PS Vita then and uh, sure. enjoy Sully on the small screen. But, yeah, love that guy. Love his red Hawaiian shirt. He's always like, chomping cigars. He has a very kind of Bruce Campbell vibe to him, actually. I was Yeah, I was about to say,
2: Bruce Campbell wouldn't be a bad Sully either. There yeah, you no, go. That's Think amazing.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, there's my recast. Luke,
1: who's your recast for uh, Sully? <laughs> Can i I'm guess i'm gonna have to you know trade in the video game card because i've never played an uncharted really interesting i know wow. I, I, I didn't have a playstation since two and i just got a five and i'm like i find it a little bit i guess i should just start with one but i've got to figure out how to like i don't know if they've yeah i don't know uh, you could
2: you could buy the ps4 remasters and then yeah. play those on the five
0: Okay. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, if you're going to do that, I would actually recommend starting with four. Four, for for my mm-hmm. money, is the best one. It's the most modern-looking one. Uh, they're just kind of firing on all cylinders there. Uh, I would
2: say start at the beginning of, of the story. Now, if
0: you care about story, <laughs> go for it. If you care yeah. about uh, no, a uh, a contemporary video gaming experience, then, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: I think that fourth one's the best. Uh, no, I've, I've heard nothing but amazing thing It's just one of those blind spots for me. Yeah. Like I'd, we all have them. That's yeah. right
0: uh yeah great games made even greater uh by npc sully all right luke <laughs> i think we're gonna go one more round uh gotcha. so for coming to the end of this podcast and then we'll uh, go we'll do a little uh, honorable mentions because i have a few more on my mm-hmm. list but uh let's save our our best for last uh, and that's now luke what do you got
1: Oh man, best for last. I don't know if I have that to be honest with you, but uh, I've talked about. I've just been going through like it's a, greedily grabbing all my best ones. Uh, one honestly, like I said, I played a ton of it during the you know while we were kind of locked down and couldn't do anything. But I played so much Animal Crossing, and everyone, <laughs> and everyone's it, and everyone's like, well, Tom or you know, I'm why am I making it on the 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 assistant oh, yeah. who does announcements because I haven't played it in a while. Sandy that's one I feel like that's one I feel like I'm be ashamed when I go back. They're like, where have you been? I'm like, no, i uh, <laughs> they sorry. guilt you. They guilt they you. Uh-huh. They and that's why that's that's one thing that kind of keeps me away because I haven't had time to play it. But um but honestly I'd love I love, love, love Timmy and Tommy. Like they're mm-hmm. just the 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 echoing of each other kind of like a bad rap hype man. And <laughs> Whereas Tom Nook is nothing but you know a, a filthy landowner who you yeah. know makes me pay money. At least the at least the at least Timmy and Tommy are like providing a service and like refreshing their it's they're they're not having any supply chain issues. They refresh their store every single day. So you know it's 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 the those those two characters I find absolutely delightful. And you know like I said Animal Crossing in itself just has you know a ridiculous amount of like with all the villagers and the fact that you know some are so prized and oh yeah. Like it's 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 a it's a absolute smorgasbord of really good npcs for sure.
0: Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah. That's uh it's a you don't get to have millions of uh users like that's a lifestyle that game. Um yeah. And for a reason. Love it. Joe, you ever played any of the uh, Animal Crossing? Animal Crossings?
2: I I got the the newest one that came out on New Switch Horizons, uh, yeah. as the pandemic yeah. was hitting mm-hmm. and I realized like oh, this is just like having another job. It's George. Like, and George immediately. I think I gave it to Jay because I didn't <laughs> want it. Like I was just like, "You need to take this away from me because I am going to get sucked into it, and it's not the kind of thing I'm going to enjoy. I'm just going to keep doing it because I feel like I'm I, I'm
1: obligated." Yeah, two hundred uh, hours later. Oh. Like, God, yeah. I mean, a lot of it was like, no, no, I'm not. A lot of it was coming home after being very stressed because I was, you know, my my main job. We do a lot of government work um, for like uh. streaming, and so trying to like help them help help them get their streams online when they're all remote and no one's ever heard of Zoom before, yeah. I would just literally... Come home and sit and play Animal Crossing for a couple hours to de-stress. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And well, that's to be ready get, to be a human there's again. It's gotta
2: be something different to that, then, because like there has to be something kind of cathartic to being able to like accomplish something when yeah. you're in an environment where it seems like nothing is getting accomplished. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I think that's probably different. I could see the value in something like that.
1: It very much was, and uh, you know, like I I've tried to get into like Stardew Valley. Like I hear nothing but good things about that, but that's also just like a chore simulator, it seems. Mm-hmm. With a little bit of dating involved, I guess, from what yeah. I can tell, but it's it's not something to grab me. But Animal Crossing just hit right at that right moment, and I just I needed it. <laughs> so I will I will always love those 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 little twins, yeah, those little adorable twin raccoons. So,
0: all right, uh, well let's move on, Joe. What is your final pick for NPC? Uh, as
2: the listeners are no stranger to uh, my my weird um, side quest uh from my final fantasy mission uh when i started playing dragon quest 11 Mm. (laughs) and suddenly like dove into this 200 plus hour game that i just absolutely adored uh in fact i would probably put it up there as my favorite rpg of all time over final fantasy VI. wow uh this game is outstanding amazing it was just it was everything that i wasn't expecting it to be and even more. Um but this game kind of follows the story of these uh these this dragon warrior, the chosen one. And usually in these JRPGs there's this theme of like cyclical action. Like there's the cycle that needs to be broken. Right. Like these heroes keep defeating this bad guy, but he always keeps coming back, and it's up to your character to finally be the one that breaks the cycle. And uh this game has kind of a false ending where you beat the big bad. And there's tragedy, but there's also, you know, it's bittersweet victory. But then after the credits, you get a chance to go back and kind of like defeat the evil before it can become the big bad Mm. and reverse some of the bad things that happened in your story in the process. And to do that, you go visit this, this being called the timekeeper in this tower of time. Sure. Why not? Uh, And, uh, and so this, it's a silent, almost like ghostly being that tells you, like, if you break the orb or whatever, uh, you can go back in time. Only one of you can go, and you can go back in time or whatever and fix things. So while you're playing through the story, you go back in time, and you're getting the actual origins of now what happened and what made this thing the evil entity that it is, and you find out that there was a group of heroes before you, and there was these, these two, this guy named Erdwin, who was the Dragon Knight before you, and the woman he loved named Serenica. And you find out that Erdwin was uh, betrayed by his best friend when fighting the big bad and, and killed. But his, like his spirit was, uh, was stored with Serenica. She couldn't let him go. And she ends up traveling to the tower of time to try to find a way to bring him back. But she basically, by the time she gets to the tower of time, her life force is drained. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she, she dies and these beings end up, uh, kind of converting her energy and she becomes the timekeeper. She's the person that you go meet up with and like sends you back in time to like go and defeat the big bad. And it's like one of these amazing reveals because you going back in time, you end up restoring her. Uh Through the power that you 're able to like to gain, you restore her, and she 's able to go back and be reunited with erdwin and it 's just like oh. it 's this moment that happens at the very end of the final like true end credits. And it like chokes you up because of the things that this NPC does for you silently. Doesn't Mm. speak a word, just like everything's done through motions. And like how she silently puts your, your party on the right path and helps you out and gives you all the tools to succeed. And it's so like satisfying and sweet to finally get her wonderful resolution at the end of the game.
0: Wow, I love that. Uh, yeah, kind of got echoes of some of the other uh, r- some of your favorite RPGs as well. As far as yes, sir. That, you know, fixing something in time, but uh, love yeah. that reveal and uh, yeah. So it, that character definitely has a, a chrono trigger kind of feel to yes. it, like some of the story. That's what I'm thinking of too. Oh, love that! Wow, that's uh, strong words then. If uh, you're saying yeah. it's, it tops even Final Fantasy VI, tops Final Fantasy VI. It's it's the best. All right. Well, then I guess I'll use it for me to uh, round this thing out. Uh, let's see. What am I going to do? I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do a Star Wars game um, because Star Wars Good. games always have uh, fun sidekicks. Nobody's talked about one yet, uh, so I want to talk about the most recent Star Wars. Well, yeah, most recent Star Wars game on that I completed. Which is uh, the Jedi Fallen Order came out a few years ago. Very story driven, very linear. Uh, I loved it. It's one of Luke, my favorite.
2: It's very much if Luke, if if you haven't played it, it's mm-hmm. very much like the Mortar Games and very yeah. much like
0: Mad Max. There you
1: go. I've, I've I've heard nothing but good things. It's it's definitely on the list. It's it's yeah. high up actually. It's one of the things I really want to jump into, but I gotta I gotta finish a couple games first. You know, <laughs> I just, no, I can't. I can't, hear I, can't you. I can't start another one. It's not too long uh i think it's probably just
0: about the right length uh yeah. and uh you can adjust the difficulty i found it very difficult uh so i kind of kick it down to to make it all the way through the game because it's kind of yeah, got that dark smart. souls feel I was
1: told it was almost a little yeah a little more dark souls even yeah. a little bit more like like mordor or like the that style combat so I'm, yeah uh, that, that that did scare me off at first because i am not a yeah. dark souls guy <laughs>
0: No, it, it, I, you don't have to be as precise. You can be a little button mashy. I was definitely yes. very button mashy.
1: Good. Okay. Well, okay. Then, yeah. I'm def- It's 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 it's, yeah. it's literally downloaded on the Xbox. I just.
0: It's a
2: yeah. it's a killer story. Like the yeah. story yeah. Is, it fits in the canon of Star
0: Wars like mm-hmm. so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, great voice acting. Great uh, sidekicks. And uh, as with most of these Star Wars games, great droids. Uh, mm. And there is one droid who uh, is pretty much literally with you the entire game, uh, in a mm. very kind of Navi style. Uh, he kind of like clings onto your back. He's this little two legged. He looks like if uh, Number Five, Johnny Five from uh, Short Circuit, Wah. fucked Wally. <laughs> like it's kind of a combination wow. of those two. Uh, right. But he's small. He's kind of got little kangaroo legs, so he could he hops around, he jumps, and he clings to your back. And he's like he's kind of like Yoda. He's like riding on you the entire game, and off you know scurry off and like hack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he could be a backpack while you jump. He actually does that. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, um, he, he can you know uh, hack doors that you can't get into. So he serves a purpose. He, he kind of like unlocks certain capabilities throughout the game. Uh, but uh, he also is infused with a lot of personality uh, and much mm-hmm. in the same way that, you know, Star Wars droids, they just kind of do beeps and boops, but he's got his own beeps and boops. Uh, very endearing. Uh, times when he's in danger. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just having a character, like, literally with you, experiencing the entire things, And he talks to him. There's actually a dedicated button in this game where you can kind of converse with him, which mm-hmm. is you know, very much a, a one-sided conversation. But every now and then, I just like to, um, you know, hit that little button, and he's like, hey, how you doing back there, buddy? You know, he just, (laughs) you know, and uh, you kind of communicate with this guy, and you build a relationship. And, um, yeah, so uh, BD-1 is uh, my favorite droid uh, from a a Star Wars game, an NPC. Very good. They
1: keep kind of... Hinting that they'll bring they'll bring that main character into some court some sort of Star Wars media, so I feel like I there definitely was, to,
0: really
2: yeah there was the huge rumor that he was going to be the Jedi reveal at the end of the Mandalorian <laughs> season fair. two.
0: Oh, Cal Castis from uh, yeah yeah. I could see that. I mean, like the actor who plays him is is a real actor. He's been in that show Shameless yeah. and other things, and uh, yeah, he sure. does a great job doing the voice uh, and and mocap uh, for this game. So hopefully, we haven't seen the last of Kyle Castis. All right, yeah. there you go. Those are our NPCs. Although, as promised, before we wrap up proper. Uh, I've got a couple of honorable mentions let me just rattle these off. Same. I've got another Zelda actually from a different Zelda game. This time from mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. I really love to be able to play
1: specifically that Zelda uh in a game. Uh so she's one of my favorite NPCs. I got an honorable mention for Breath of the Wild which is Revali um yes. as well. I mean you can pl- you can play it's them um, on on well you can and yeah you could you could name literally all of the like the champions the of champions. those yeah, yeah,
2: the champions. But,
1: but man, yeah, Ravalie was my favorite because he was so cocky and so kind of like dismissive <laughs> of you. And then, and also his like flying up to that temple where he's assisting you is the best like approach to yeah. the temple, I think, to play. And so, yeah, he's he's my my favorite from Breath of the Wild for sure.
0: Nice, I like that. Yeah, uh, I also have um, a game called Little Nightmares, uh, but specifically the sequel that came out a couple of years ago, Little Nightmares Two. Um, you actually play as a new character, and the character from the first game ends up being an NPC that follows you along. Uh, Her name is Six. She's a little girl in a little yellow coat. Uh, Very uh, Stephen King's It. Uh, Mm. And then finally, uh, Pikmin. All of the Pikmin from any of the Pikmin (laughs) games. Uh, They're just so cute and adorable and you can make them do things and sometimes you accidentally kill them, sure, but uh, they're always (laughs) there to obey you and follow your command. It's Pikmin. Mm. Uh, Let's start with Joe. Joe, honorable mentions for you?
2: Uh, I've got uh honorable mentions from two different games slash franchises. Mm-hmm. Uh first I want to go with Dr. Hal Emmerich, also known as Oticon, and Meryl Silverberg, both from Metal Gear Solid. Oh yes. Uh they're they're amazing NPCs, and depending on the choices you make in the game, it kind of impacts which of these characters you kind of have a stronger relationship with. But they're both really well fleshed out, pretty well voiced as well, mm-hmm. and uh and, and have a, a nice arc. Each of them has a nice arc uh, that kind of takes you through the game. I mean, you could even name some of the villains, some of the boss characters, kind of count as NPCs as well. There's a lot of great character work that's going on in Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Uh, it's before Hideo Kojima got too crazy <laughs> <laughs> with, yes. with what, what's going on in his games. But, uh, but yeah, uh, those two characters. And then I would be remiss if I didn't mention the entire... Star Fox team, Peppy, (laughs) Hair, Slippy Toad, and Falco Lombardi, I think, are great NPCs. The fact that, like, you know, when you're when you're flying through the missions, especially in that first Star Fox game, like, there are so many times where like someone's on somebody's tail, and you gotta, you know, get them off there. You gotta you gotta kill the guy that's chasing after Peppy. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, like, if you do, if you manage to take them out, like, your NPCs are there to kind of help you out. They legitimately Mm -hmm. will help you through the levels as you're going through them. Mm-hmm. So, as long as you protect them, they're there for you as well. And I I think that's a really great mechanic uh for a game that, you know, depending on some people hasn't aged very well. I think it's still a pretty cool game. Uh yeah. but uh but yeah, the the Star Fox team super fun NPCs.
0: Nicely done. I agree. Yeah, Star, Star Fox uh, 64 is definitely I think the the best. The the peak mm-hmm. that Star Fox uh, ever ever achieved. All right, we're going to save the best for last, Luke. Oh, honorable mentions um, if any. I've
1: got I, I've got I'm going to flip the script a little bit. I'm going to wor- go with worst. Um <laughs> because honestly, I think it's the the other NPCs from 12 minutes um have e- have either of you guys played 12 No, minutes? I'm no. not aware of this. Oh, Okay, it's an eight it's a 824 game, so it okay. had a lot of hype. Um and you're you're playing the husband voiced by James McAvoy. The wife oh. is voiced by Daisy Ridley, and wow. Willem Dafoe is the policeman. <laughs> oh wow! How have so I never heard think, of this? Think wow, what an amazing cast! Um, it is not a good game. Oh, oh that's yeah. why I haven't heard of it. It well, and it had a lot of hype. Like it had, a, it's it's on Game Pass. It had a ton of hype coming out. Like I said, eight 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 twenty four, which is you know, kind of you of know artsy party horror, a lot more with films, but they've gotten into games and kind of produced some really interesting games, and so. But the act, the voice acting mm. by both Willem Dafoe, it's also, it's the strangest thing because they, they have Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy, and they make them both do American accents. <laughs> okay. For no reason, the, no reason this couldn't have been set in England. <laughs> no, absolutely. There's literally, you don't leave this apartment. Oh, like wow. You, it's a top-down view of an apartment, mm-hmm. and you're stuck in a time loop. So uh. you literally have 12 minutes to get through and and discover you discover some things about your wife a policeman comes in and you know basically but if you get killed or if if other things happen to you to if things happen to your wife the time resets and you have to do it again ah, cool. and I, I was really excited about this game but like <clears throat> they paid these actors probably very well to do all oh, this yeah. voice acting but they didn't give them direction oh. and the fact that it is a limited game uh, is a limited game with the how the how it looks and how it's designed and how the time loop happens. You hear the same lines uh. over and over and over again, and there's no distinct like vocal read for those lines. Oh, no, it's just the, it's the same line literally. every time. Uh. And so, literally, it's in the trailer, but you hear Willem Dafoe say, "You're under arrest for your father's murder twelve years ago." so many (laughs) so many times and it's just maddening like it's really and so they're just the worst npcs (laughs) they're just absolutely i have so many
0: questions about this game did you complete this game
1: i did and i can uh, if we're ending this podcast if we want to go into spoiler territory i can because it's an ending that kind of has to be known to, to uh, believed. Well, you're not really recommending
0: it. it uh, so uh, I think, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and say it. And then uh, we'll put it at the end. And if uh, people want to hear how the yeah. 12 minutes ends, uh, we can hear now. Uh, all right, there you go. That is our episode all about non-playable characters. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And if you have a few that we didn't mention, as I'm sure you do, because they're uh, literally in every game. Uh, you can sound off on our Facebook page, 16-Bit uh, Gladiators there, or follow us on Twitter and tweet at us, DM us, uh, at 16-Bit Gladiators. And if you can't remember that, we'll just remember 16-Bit because that's where we have links uh, to everything, links to literally everything on the internet on 16-Bit Uh <laughs> All right, uh, next week uh, on this little podcast, uh, we're getting uh, towards the end of October. Uh, this is the spooky season, that's right. And that can only mean one thing. Halloween is upon us. Uh, And I don't know about you guys, but uh, this is one of my favorite seasons to do a little bit of video gaming because uh, now I've got a theme. I I choose the games (laughs) I play during the month of October. Very specifically, because I like Halloween. Halloween is one of my favorite holidays uh and there are tons of games that kind of fit into this spooky season and that's what we're going to be talking about next week on 16-bit gladiators our favorite games to play around uh the halloween season there were some uh games that i wanted to put on this list that i kind of left off because i was like "Ah, gotta hold them hold on to them for next week uh, yeah
2: i tried to get clever too and was going to pick yeah. one that would have been better for next week
0: oh good well thank you for being strategic uh, ah, uh Luke. that's me Thank you for yeah. uh, joining us once again on Last Minute. Oh, great Noah's. work, it was a pleasure, guys! And, for uh, sure, yeah. Bringing some some games I haven't heard of, and uh, some that I never intend to play. Much like that one.
2: <laughs> <time. laughs> and stealing the first one I had on my list. Man, there you yeah, know, yeah. Well, hey, We all had. Yeah. We all had it. We yeah, had we, to get. It we had
1: anyway. to had yeah. to get had to grab that one for sure. Oh yeah. And
0: of course, Joe. Thank you for joining and uh, bringing your list as well.
1: Hey, thank you. This is a great
0: topic. Quite we a, did it. Thank you. We did do it, yeah. A good uh, combination of, of knowledge. We all have some blind spots, but I think we f- fill each other's voids quite nicely. Mm, <laughs> yes. All right, well, with that, <laughs> it's, it's for me to say uh, thank you, listener, and we will see you next week for another episode of the 16-Bit Gladiators.
1: Bye, guys. Bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now? Um... <sighs> So <laughs> he's like of clutching of, his head, like uh, he can't first, even believe this. I can't so first of this. all, I believe it's a game where you've been in your mind palace the entire time. Oh, so okay, you're, one of those. You're thinking, you're thinking through things, mm-hmm. but you basically, uh, you are the the Daisy Ridley's father had an affair with the with the um, with the maid. The maid was your mom, so you got together. So nope. it's an incest story. <gasps> So, and you also what? and like you're walking into the you're walking into the apartment and your wife has great news for you that you're gonna have a kid. Oh no! Oh, Why? And there's, also, and there's points and there's literally points where they force like in order to get the information you need, you no. have to torture the cop. Oh, there's a point where you can't advance unless you hide in the closet while the cop tortures your wife. <gasps> Jesus! Until until he kills her because that's the only way oh, you no. can find you can you can find out where your father like she will this this NPC will not tell you where she hid her father's watch which is apparently very valuable. Uh, it's, she it's will a, not tell you, it's a no you, can, you we can, know that. You can prove you can prove to her that you're in a time loop, but she will not tell you like you always reset right before she tells you where the father's watch is. So you have to like run in hide in the closet and then watch the cop murder your wife. Who oh, no. wait, oh, I thought if she God. dies that it resets. Well, yeah, it resets after she dies, but she will because of the threat to her life. She will tell the cop where uh, the WAP is. Oh wow, it's, that's heavy. It's and it's weird. it's it's so much trying to be heavy mm, uh-huh. that. Like I thought, uh, the opening, like the opening couple of rotations of the game, I'm like this is beautiful. This is a really interesting. But then you get into the repetition mm-hmm. of the voice acting. You get the fact <laughs> that they weren't directed. It's an ugly looking game. Like you, you, you think the choice uh, to top down be top down is a is artistic choice, but I think it's just what they could, no. what they could afford. Because I think it's it's one of those where it's where it's basically designed by like one guy. Oh, As yeah, well, it sounds like it.
0: I'm looking at Joe's face. Sorry listeners. I wish you could, hold on, I'm going to screenshot of this
1: because, uh, <laughs> yeah, this it's, show, man, Joe's
2: face. man, there's dude. just so much. It's, it's so, so much. much.
1: <laughs> and there, and there's also points where like the puzzles are so complex that you have to get through that. I had to look at a walkthrough. Oh, and no. so a couple of walkthroughs, you get to like, this is, you're in loop eight and you need to get to loop, you know, whatever, 12 oh, and oh boy. What is just up with video ready. games that uh,
0: have have loops in them now? Time loops. I feel like yeah, we're just, lousy with time loop. Video yeah, games. We're, we're we're very yeah.
1: much in the time loop. Yeah, again. Like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but man, it made me really upset. Like it really, I did not appreciate. Like I, 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 all right, dishonorable I got to one of the mention. endings. I was like, well, I'm good. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> you
0: I don't tapped know out. Playing, tapped so. out of twelve minutes. All right. Well, uh, listeners, nope. don't play twelve minutes. Uh, But uh, (laughs) glad they were uh, able to make a dishonorable mention on our uh, NPCs episode. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.